Hey, lovely freaks, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Amanda. And I'm Hannah. And if you're new here, hi, welcome. If you like things strange and unusual and true crime, you can go ahead and hit that subscribe or follow button. You can also head down to the description box and you'll see a link that will take you to our social media like Instagram, Facebook, all that jazz. And all that jazz. Um, We also want to tell you about a company that we are helping promote. Um, The company is an Etsy shop that makes leather items uh, such as earrings, um, wallets, keychains. They're going to start making luggage tags and even clutches soon. It's genuine leather. There's all different kinds of styles like modern, western, rocker style, minimalistic. And it is called Levi Royce. It is on Etsy, and if you head down to our description box, you'll see a link that will take you there. You also get 15% off when you use Lovely Freaks code at checkout. So be sure to do that and let them know, and that'll help let them know that, you know, we sent you there. Um, We love their earrings. Hannah wears them all the time. And I wear them, if I'm not wearing my studs, I usually have those in, so. The entire time we were on the trip, that's like every day I had a new pair of earrings. I was matching to my, like outfits and stuff it was so much fun and it's free domestic shipping when you ship in the u.s um on purchases over 35 dollars so yeah be sure to check them out um the owner of the company is really awesome he sent us a care package and we have some of that on our instagram as well and um, we'll also post on our instagram to like from this post we'll post a link to directly go there so it'll help you guys out as well so if you're not following us on instagram you should do that um, yeah, so we just came back from vacation. It was fun. We hope that you guys, um, you know, were interested in the, what did we post last week? Um, the... It wasn't the BTK we were thinking about doing that. No, we were thinking about doing that, but that's a two-parter, so. Um, what was it? Oh, gosh. You told me Ronald Doe. Oh, the yeah. Exorcism. Exorcism, yeah. So we hope that you guys, you know, didn't enjoy it, but thought it was interesting. Interesting, yeah. I definitely did. Um, and... Yeah, we had fun in the mountains in Gatlinburg. Um, So today, we're going to talk about sex trafficking. I know that we said that we would do, like, a serial killer or something like that, but Sex Trafficking Awareness Day is July 30th. Um, Sex Trafficking Awareness Month is in January, so we're not in that month right now, but the day for the awareness is July 30th, so I thought that we'd go ahead and... um, Give some awareness because it's pretty awful. So, full trigger warning. This is going to have a lot of content about kids being exploited for sexual purposes. Um, It's going to have a lot of content about what they kind of had to go through and things like that. Because there were some documentaries that I watched and there were other things that I watched I found like on TikTok. And then I just went down a rabbit hole of like um, different websites I'll, I'll mention them in here, but there was just a lot. I U.S. Don't State know. Department, I was all over that website. Yeah. So, I don't know much about sex trafficking. I was telling her. Um, I know that my parents are always, like, mentioning it and telling me, like, little stories about what they do to, like, mm-hmm. trap girls and everything. But yeah. I don't know much about it. I really do want to know more about it. So, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of, like, interested in knowing more. And then at the end... Um, well, not at the end of this, but when we post this, we'll have the hotline website down there. I believe I might 
mention the hotline website. I think I think I wrote it down um, in my notes, but if I don't, I'll definitely post it to where you can. Yeah, and definitely you can literally like I just googled it. I was wondering like the numbers and everything, and I just googled sex trafficking, mm-hmm. and it the number popped up right away. So yeah. all you have to do is just Google it, and it's right there. Yeah, there's all different kinds of hotlines and things you can call. So pretty much what I'm just going to talk about are just facts. I'm just going to throw a lot of facts at you guys, and we'll kind of talk about them and um, go over some of them. It's estimated that 600,000 to 800,000 people are trafficked across international borders annually. That means every year. 80% of the victims are female, and up to 50% are children. Hundreds and thousands of women and children are used into prostitution each year. Um, one thing I will say about the 600,000 to 800,000, not mm-hmm. all of that is sex trafficking. Some of it is labor, like men yeah. and boys. That's usually what they do with them. Like they'll, and I'll mention that again probably somewhere in my notes, but um, they use them as like labor workers and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And they could ship them off to anywhere, really. Um, and have them work at sweatshops and stuff like that. Hmm. But usually, the women and the little girls are used as sex workers or prostitution or something mm-hmm. like that. Since the beginning of 2021, since the beginning of 2021, now, understand me, <laughs> not since like last year, since the beginning of 2021, child pornography has went up 16% in mm-hmm. the U.S. Um, a lot of that's contributed to porn sites because they're not regulated like they should be especially free ones i'm not going to mention any names but we all know what i'm talking about yeah um but um and it's not necessarily i don't i don't necessarily you know i think there could be stricter ways of looking at it but you gotta think of how much content they get on a daily basis like it's probably millions of content that's coming in so they'd have to like it's kind of like there. YouTube, yeah, kind of like YouTube. So they'd have to sit there all day and scroll through it, and it's just so much that they probably just can't keep up with it. Um, one. But I also <clears throat> think porn sites, just to say that, kind of like they step on some toes, like kind of like the stepmom thing is a little weird, yeah, and like how there's always much younger porn stars yeah. that look younger than they're supposed they to be. They look like they're 13, 13. but really they're 18. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a little weird that they're doing that. They're kind mm. of like catering to pedophiles? Yeah, kind yeah. of. Um, I will say the way that I think that they could solve it is to make porn not free anymore. Like, yeah. make these websites that are free just disappear. Like, you gotta pay for it. Because then yeah. these people are not fissing to because then they'll catch them. <laughs> exactly. Um, but you know, I don't work in the porn industry, so I don't know how that works. No, um, one out of every five victims is a child. In the last 15 years, that number has tripled. So it used to be one out of every um, 10 victims or 15 victims was a child. But now it's one out of five. Women and young girls are used, like I said, as sex trafficking. And then the men are used for labors. However, some boys are used um, in sex trafficking. Like, they will lure them for that because there is, Mm -hmm. I guess, a market for that. As crazy as that sounds to say that. There are tons of documentaries and research out there talking about fishing vessels that they use. So, because people probably are wondering, like, how do they get them once they kidnap them? Or they don't always kidnap them. Sometimes they lure them, and we'll talk about that. 
how are they getting them to other countries? Because usually you have to have like a passport if you're on a plane or something like that. Sometimes they'll use commercial planes where they don't check passports and it's goods and things like that that they're shipping. Mm. A lot of times they'll use these shipping vessels where, um, you know, it's either fishing boats or it might be goods that are being transported. And they'll put them in these gut containers. Cause, Whoa. Yeah. So you could be like... Like, it could be in, like, a truck driver just, like, carrying something. Could they be in that? Well, yeah. I mean, there are cases where some truck drivers um, have been in sex trafficking rings. Mm-hmm. And they've had people in the back of their cars or their trucks. That is so weird but to, a, like, some, drive um, by and just... Yeah. You don't But the fishing know. vessels... So, it's like they go to the marina. Mm-hmm. And they get on an international boat that maybe is going to Asia somewhere. And they're supposed to be transporting fish but they are but they're also transporting people too people yeah or they're coming here to america from Mm. asia europe wherever they're coming from Mm. um less than one percent of women and children that are sex trafficked that i mentioned above the one percent out of that six hundred seven thousand are rescued only one percent to put that in perspective that's one out of a hundred females that are rescued Mm. so that's not enough at all Mm -mm. 80 percent of sex trafficking victims in the united states are u.s citizens so a lot of people think well they're coming from other countries and they're not u.s citizens they're not you know um trafficking u.s citizens or nothing like that well that's completely false because 80 percent of them are already here their children that are you know our neighbors or whatever Hmm. the covid pandemic caused more trafficking and more child pornography to be produced into in 2020 um because of course kids were at home more and you know that's unfortunate and i know i understand that you know we had to be home especially when it was really bad but going back into lockdown that's like one of the things that we don't want to happen. We don't want to go back into lockdown if at all possible because children really were, especially children that are already in like abusive families, they were in being taken advantage yeah. of pretty intensely. According to the National Human Trafficking Resource Center, in 2016, 27,000 phone calls were made to the crisis hotline. However, in 2016, 150,000 calls were made for animal abuse to the SVCA. So that number needs to go up. Yeah. <laughs> so I understand that dogs, you know, animal abuse is, is a thing. Oh, and yeah. and dogs, cat, no, no animal needs to be abused. But the fact that there was only 27,000 calls made to the sex trafficking hotline opposed to 150,000, it's just those numbers need to be the same to me. Um, don't be afraid to call if you think that anyone, like, I don't care. I'm one of those people, like, I've never, luckily I've never had, well, I take that back. I have had a time, and I'll talk about that in a second, where I had to, like, make sure a kid was going to be okay. But I've never been in a store and seen somebody snatch a kid or nothing like that where... Mm -hmm. I would lose it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the kid looks uncomfortable. So, here's some of the things that you can look out for. Um, 
the United Nations Office of Drugs and Crime has a list of indicators you can use to help identify victims. These indicators include appearing malnourished, appearing injured or having um, like physical abuse, avoiding eye contact, social interaction, and avoiding law enforcement, responding in manners that seem rehearsed or scripted, lacking personal identification, like they don't have any ID or they don't really know their name or anything like that, Mm -hmm. or lacking personal possessions. Like they don't have, uh, if you see like a teenager, like a teenage girl, she's like, you know, 15, she doesn't have a purse or she doesn't have normal things that a teenager would have. Hmm. Um, So if you see this, I would say, like you could just, I would say that too. And then like go up to them and be like, Hey, do you know your name? And if they're like, uh, then be like, Hey, do you want to like come over here and we know we talked about um, that girl that got kidnapped. Um, Josie, uh, Dugard, Josie, Mm -hmm. Josie. I can't even remember her name. The first, <laughs> I know it was yeah, Dugard. Yeah, I know what you're talking You know about, who I'm talking yeah. about. But we did an episode on her, and that's like the campus security guard was like, something just seemed off. Like, she just wasn't, she wouldn't make an eye contact. She wasn't really, it just seemed Acting weird. like a kid. Yeah. Well, she wasn't a kid. Remember, she was like older. Well, yeah. But she just was acting odd. Yeah. Um, and you know, that's something you can do. One time, I won't say where I worked, but I worked with kids and I had a kid that um, was telling me all this stuff about his mom and how he was didn't want to go with his mom. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't supposed to be going with his mom somewhere. And um, she ended up showing up and she was trying to take him. And she wasn't wrote down as somebody that could take him, but she was still trying to. And um, I just told, you know, my boss, I was like, look, I've heard some things from this child. So that's the only time I've ever had to, like, be like, yeah, he's not going with her. So yeah. I don't figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it wasn't any, like, sex trafficking or anything like that. It was just the mom was just a drug addict. Um, but, you know, still, that's the only time I've ever had to do anything like that. Have you ever had to? Because you've worked with children, too. Yeah, I've worked with kids. One time, there was a kid. He had a black eye. And I asked him how he got it. And he was just like... He sat there for a minute. He's like, oh, I, I fell off my bed. Mm. And I was like... And he was like, well... And I was like, huh, that's weird. And he, and he was like, well, well, no, I was driving uh, my bike. And I fell. Right. Like, he kept, he yeah. kept like, changing the story. And I was like, hmm, are you... You Did you tell like, your boss? Yeah. Yeah. And so afterwards, I told my boss, like, keep an eye on him. Like, if another bruise shows up, we need to, like, call somebody. Mm-hmm. But another bruise never came up. So maybe he was telling the truth, but he was still kind of, like, when his parents came to pick him up, kind of skittish and everything. Yeah. Um, so the United States is ranked as one of the worst countries globally for human trafficking. It is estimated that 199,000 incidents occur within the United States every year. Um, that shocked me. And it also, we're going to talk about the different states. Mississippi's on there. Um, as one of the, it's like the top ten states. Mississippi's one of them per capita. Really? Of how many people we have, it's a pretty high percentage. Because, you know, we don't have a lot of people here. Yeah. So, if there's, you know, I, I don't know. Big cities. Yeah. It's more. <laughs> It's more, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
To contact, yeah, I did put this in my notes, to contact the hotline to report tips, seek services, or ask questions, you can dial 1-888-373-7888. I'll say that again. It's 1-888-373-7888. Um, for hearing impaired and speech impaired individuals, they should dial 711 when they call. You can also text. Um, you can send an SMS text to 233-733. And you can also do live conversations on their website as well, hmm. which I thought was pretty cool. So, you know, there's plenty of ways. And we'll put all that information down below. So if you didn't catch it right now, don't worry about going back and being like, what was the number? Um, we'll put that down below in our description. So there's plenty of options for you to, you know, Contact seek somebody. Them. Yeah, And you mm. can also call the local police, too. Yeah. I mean, that's also an option. Um, so one of the highest states in the U.S. that has the most sex trafficking uh, or human trafficking is California. Um, they're the highest ranked and almost every state all 50 almost all 50 of them have problems with sex trafficking or human trafficking cases that are open right now. So victims frequently fall prey to traffickers who lure them in with an offering of food, clothes, attention, friendship, love, seamlessly safe place to sleep. Because it is true that some of these kids, some of these teenagers, even women, are maybe in poverty. Maybe they don't have the best living situation. But please do not think that that means that suburban areas are not picketed for kids to be snatched off the street. Because it's, it's pretty much anybody. After cultivating a relationship with these children and engaging as a false sense of trust, the traffickers will begin engaging in child prostitution and use physical, emotional, or even psychological abuse to keep the children trapped in a life of prostitution. It is common for traffickers to isolate victims by moving them far away from friends and family, altering their physical appearance, or even continuously moving new locations constantly so no one recognizes them. Victims are heavily conditioned to remain loyal to their traffickers. Some of them call them like pimps or daddy or oh. boss or something yeah. like that. Um, no child is immune to becoming a sex victim of sex trafficking regardless of their age, race, sociological sta status, or location. And every child involved in this form of commercial sex exploitation is a victim. It's just weird to think about, like, people are willing to do that. That is just so weird to think about. Oh, it gets worse. <laughs> like, there are so many people that are like, yeah, let's just get this kid and let him be in the sex traffic. Like, I can't wrap my head around that. Yeah. So, traffickers sexual exploit children through street prostitution. They also work in adult nightclubs, illegal brothels, sex parties, motel room parties, and hotel room parties. So what that means is that a sex trafficker will have someone that they'll contact and they'll be throwing like a, a sex party and oh they'll God. want these children. They'll want certain ages of children, they'll oh want certain God. races of children, and they'll take them there. Uh, illegal brothels are also a thing in the U.S. 
there are quite a few, I believe, in um, New York and places like that, and big cities, even Texas. Um, because, you know, it could be something that looks like a... What's the word I'm looking for? Like a massage parlor or like a spa or something like that. But yeah, actually but in like, the back, they're... If you saw kids in the middle of this, like, party or even a massage thing, I think it would be a little like, why is there kids there? Well, like, they don't that would be actually weird. have the kids out until it's oh. ready for that time. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they, like, put them in a room and... Yeah, I mean, they're, wow, locked up. There's tons of documentaries and research that you can watch. Um, it's not for the lighthearted. Please understand that if you watch these things, you're going to be... You, you need to have, like, a strong will. <laughs> um, I didn't watch all of them, but I did watch, like, some of them. And I would kind of read a lot of things. Um, in some countries, kids are taken as... Full disclosure, right here. So, if the what I'm about to talk about with younger children and sexual things bothers you, you then anyway. you need to skip through this part. Yeah. Um, in some countries, kids are taken as early as three to four years old. Mm. They are sexually abused, raped, groomed, and then they grow up only knowing sex. They don't have any sort of education. They are given drugs constantly to make them in like a zombie-like state so that way they'll comply and be fine. They are usually raped anywhere between two to three times a week, and these sessions last anywhere from three to five hours. Um, then when they are around 13, they're considered women, and so at that point, they're able to be sold to adult brothels um, all over the world, in the U.S., um, just wherever they have clients that are willing to oh. take these kids. That's <laughs> ridiculous. It's like cattle. Yeah. It, it's like freaking cattle. That's sick to my... That makes the, me sick. The um, average amount of money that they believe that, like, the U.S. State Department believes that these sex traffickers make is around, like, not just one certain sex trafficking ring, but, like, Multiple the ones. amount of money that it brings into the U.S., I guess you could say. They believe it's around $85 million dollars. You think that's the reason why the U.S. is kind of, like, not looking at it and kind of, like... Oh, no. The U.S. Money? is looking at it. No, 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 no. Yeah. I mean, the U.S., it's... That's what people don't understand. Like, there's so many people that are like, it's not true. There's people... This didn't really happen in the United States. No, sweetheart. If you go to the U.S. State Department website, you will type in sex trafficking and it'll all pop up for you. Because yeah. there's been plenty of people on TikTok and people like that that'll comment and be like, this doesn't really happen in the U.S., you're just saying that. No, no, no. You can research it. It's all right there for you. <laughs> and yeah, there's been many people come out and be like, yeah, I was in sex trafficking. Yeah. No details about things. Like, why would they lie about something like that? Yeah. Erasechildtrafficking.org. That's one website you can go to. States that 46 children go missing every single day in the United States. And it's due to human trafficking. Either for sex trafficking purposes or for labor purposes. Traffickers do not discriminate. Like I told you earlier, they don't care if children are in poor neighborhoods or super rich suburban neighborhoods. It doesn't matter if they're urban or rural. They will pick a child off the street. Now, to say that that happens all the time, like the movie Taken, because some people think of that, like, you know, oh, my kid's going to get snatched off the street if they're... Don't leave your kid outside by themselves. But yeah. what I'm saying is, is that it's kind of like a... 
I mean, if you want to flip a coin and just hope that your kid's okay on the street by themselves, you can. But I'm not going to do that with my children. Yeah. But that's kind of what you're doing. I mean, it's kind of like flipping a coin. Yes, they do steal them from both places. They steal them from poor neighborhoods just as much as they steal them from rich, rich neighborhoods. neighborhoods. So don't think just because your family's wealthy, you're immune. Um, we just need to bring, just need to bring a lot of awareness to this. Yeah. ErasedChildTrafficking.org also says that many traffickers will operate at airports and transportation hubs because as soon as the child is taken, they will remove them from the spot, like their hometown. They'll remove them from wherever so that way they don't get recognized. So, this happens especially a lot in the U.S. where they will, this scenario, they pick up Sally at, you know, in Louisiana, they're going to automatically put her on a plane and fly her all the way out to New York. So no one will know where the hell she's at. No mm. one will recognize her. Anything if there's a like search that. party for her, like, that's... Yeah. Yeah, it's only gonna take, what is it, 24 hours 24, before they yeah. make a search party. So that's... The, she's already long gone by then. Yeah. Because a lot of these... Now I'm not saying every person that works at the airport is a sex trafficker. No. By no means. Or, you know, a train station or nothing like that. But they do work there. Um, or they work on shipping yards or somewhere where it's it's that it's easy for them to ship. Even eighteen wheeler, you know, truck drivers. Um, we talked about that. They have, they do that as well. A lot of people do not believe, like I said, that the um, U.S. has sex trafficking, but it's kind of done in the shadows because the police. They've caught a lot of people. They've caught a lot of sex trafficking rings, like um. The U.S. State Department has July 9th, 2021, Baltimore sex trafficker sentenced to 10 years in a federal prison for trafficking a minor. Not enough time, in my opinion. He needs to be castrated and killed, but whatever. Um, July 1st, 2021, a Tulsa man was sentenced to uh, time after coercing a minor into prostitution. Mm -hmm. And then July, in Tennessee, on July 13th, um, that was right after we were there 18 oh people were arrested under a sex trafficking investigation ring was found like they did a sting and um that also happened once in georgia as well this was in 2020 39 children were rescued i remember that it was last year and um i think it was like in august or something like that but 39 children were rescued from sex trafficking ring in georgia so the information is out there. It's all over the internet. Stop pretending like it doesn't exist and look for yourself because it happens. Um, if we keep just being like, oh, it doesn't exist, it's not going to be, it's just going to get bigger. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's just going to get worse. It has gotten worse. I mean, it's only gotten worse since, you know. And it, it doesn't, I mean, they could be coming from anywhere or they could be going to anywhere. It doesn't really... I mean, I go to Walmart, and there's a whole, like, you've seen it, a whole, um, almost wall. The entire wall of missing people. Oh, yeah. Every single day, there's a new face there. Mm -hmm. And it can't be just, what, a serial killer? No, it's gotta be sex trafficking. Yeah. Like, who's stealing all these kids? Like, are these kids just leaving? Like, that just, just doesn't happen. I remember happen. when I was younger, they had that, but it was, like, a small, like, yeah, poster it used board to be area. Really small. You it's know, gotten it bigger and bigger. Yeah. Every time you go to Walmart, it's like a whole wall at this point. Yeah. 
So police1.com says that traffickers communicate using smartphones, texting apps, voice feature voice over features on the calls like they'll change their voice. Mm-hmm. They mainly use cash um as a form of pay, obviously, because it's not traceable. However, they're starting to use Bitcoin because it's becoming very popular and it's really hard to trace as well. They will also use emails. Now, what they do with the emails is they won't actually send the email. What they'll do is they'll save the email in a draft and then they will give that person their information to get into their email and then they'll go to the draft and look at it. So that mm-hmm. way it's not being sent over the internet. Mm-hmm. Um and what I mean by what I mean by that is when when I say like you're probably sitting there thinking, well, what are they sending in these emails? What they're sending is traffickers and even pedophiles. They kind of have their own like language to communicate. So they have their own slang words. They have their own codes. Um, they have their own way of saying, you know, I want this age girl for this party blah 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 blah, so on and so forth and this this type of ethnicity um a lot of people were like and this is an actual thing like a lot of people would say um like they would use different pizza references oh yeah i've heard about that they would use different pizza references and even they made it a political thing but honestly it really did happen like in chat rooms and stuff like that that the fbi would like go into these chat rooms and try to find these pedophiles that were wanting these kids and stuff and they would use these references like cheese pizza would I'm just I don't know I'm just saying guessing cheese pizza would be like a girl so they'd be like I want two pieces of cheese pizzas (laughs) two large cheese pizzas large would be like I don't know 13 or something yeah or an adult or something like that you know I don't know but that's what I'm saying that's how they would communicate um when they talked about the pizza thing but there's also other things like like I said they call their pimps I mean, they call the sex trafficker men or even some of them are women. Some are men and women that are the boss, I guess you could say. They either call them boss, they call them daddy, they call them their pimp, they call them uh, whatever they yeah. they want to be called. So um, these kids are grooms, so they don't so they don't want to escape or anything like that? Or have they tried? So um, one of the things in the documentary, one of the documentaries that I saw um, is actually pretty fucking awful when the kids got older they would either try to commit suicide or they would tell them they wanted to be like raped to death like just oh end it because I'm done with this Yeah. and they're, these are like 13 year old kids just like Isaac's age oh. girls that just don't want to be because they're at that point when they're in brothels they have clients coming in every single day Yeah. like one will come in give the person the money do what they want to do with a 13 year old girl leave another one will come in give the person the money do whatever they want to do so it's just a constant all day thing i don't know what i'd do i just i'd lose if i ever like saw that walk i'd lose my brain cells i'd be like grabbing guns shooting everybody get out of here blow shit up (laughs) blow shit up it'd be like taking just like beating the shit out of people i could i couldn't it'd be pretty bad yeah um on July 1st, the U.S. State Department came out and said that the U.S. is the number one consumer of child pornography. Great job, guys. Um, that the U.S. is also in the top three destinations for countries of traffickers bringing victims here. 
because they are able to make more money, which blows my fucking mind. So if they send them to Europe, Asia, Germany, whatever, I don't know, I'm just saying, um, they won't make as much money as if they get sent here because they can up the price. They can charge, you know, Johnny over here can, I can charge him $100,000 to take little Susie. Yeah. Whereas if I go over into another country, I can only charge like 50000 So yeah. they bring them, they're starting to bring them here more because our prices are higher. They can make more money. New York, Texas, Florida, um, and California, like I said, are among the top sex trafficking places, which Florida's been that way for a long time. Bless their heart. And, and I live in the South. And, um, <laughs> uh, Texas, though, that one kind of threw me. I was like, really? Texas? I guess because it's um, closer to the border, so it's closer to Mexico. Oh, so yeah. a lot of these people are taking them over that to Mexico. Sense. Or they're bringing them to here from Mexico. Yeah. Children. Sometimes children will look as though they are traveling with family members. Um, nine times out of ten, people just ignore this. Like, if they're in the airport, they might, or at a train station or something, they might ignore a screaming child because, let's face it, that happens a lot. Kids scream, kick, and yeah. get mad. And If they didn't get, like, a lollipop, they didn't Sometimes want. if they're telling their parents goodbye, they'll, you know, be upset. So a lot of people don't pay attention to it. However, yeah. I remember back in the day when I was younger, if, and I do this like, even in a store, like, I've literally followed a kid just to make sure that, that was grandma that was with, yeah. was with a, like, in a, in a Walmart or something, because, um, yeah, I remember when kids would, like, scream and stuff like that, like, my dad has went up to many of people when I was younger and been like, um, is everything okay here, you know, mm-hmm. or something like that, because, but people don't do that anymore. People have this mentality that, oh, it's not none of my business. I'm just going to stay out of it. Please yeah. don't have that fucking mentality don't. anymore. Like, I don't care if I get embarrassed. <laughs> I don't care if I go up there and the dad's like, hey, that's my kid. I'll be like, hey, look, I'm just making sure. You yeah. don't know that nowadays. Yeah. Like, I remember one time, uh, I've told you this story. When I, when I was younger, I was with Isaac. And Isaac was like, I don't know, one. And I was like 10 or 9 or 11. And we were like in Party City, and y'all were looking at something, and we were looking at something in another aisle. Mm-hmm. And this guy, this older man, was like following us at every aisle. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't find y'all, and I kept like, it, I kind of panicked, and I kept looking for y'all, and I couldn't find y'all anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I just, and he was like literally following us. Like every time I got faster, he was faster. So I just, there was one aisle and there was these older people and I walked up and I was like, hey, I just got up to them and I said, hey, look, that guy's following me. Can I just be like, I know Mm y'all. And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, hey, how y'all doing? And he literally looked and then he like went away and like walked out the store. Yeah. So don't be scared to just walk up to people. If you're a woman or something, you feel like somebody's like... Following you, somebody just I know has done somebody. that before too. Was yeah. it you when you were alone in a store? Mm, maybe, no, I think that's the only time I've ever done that. Somebody else I know has done that. They've walked just walked up to somebody because they were yeah. they were I think they were a teenager and they were just kind of scared and they were in Walmart and yeah. they were just like, "Hey, what's going on?" And yeah. then they'd be like, "Hey, this person's following me. Can you please, you know?" And then don't they, don't be afraid to do that. Just walk up to people and say, "Hey, I need you to just like talk to me." And this guy's following me. I've seen a lot of 
TikToks of people doing that. Yeah. Don't I think you were older, though. You were, like, 12 or 13. Yeah, well, I think I was 12 or 13. Isaac was a little bit older. Isaac was a little bit older. He was, but like, three or four. But y'all were looking at something. And yeah. I was the one that walked away. And yeah. I'm sure y'all were freaking out trying to find us. Yeah. But, I mean, we were, it's, you know, we weren't in a huge mall. So, I think we yeah. found y'all pretty quickly. But, um, yeah, like, I, I don't care. Don't worry about being, like, oh, I don't want too much attention brought to myself. And sometimes you don't even have to stand there. Like, you could tell a security guard, and then you could be like, please go check this out. And then you could walk off, and they won't even know that you're the one that said anything. You know? So, if you want to be anonymous, you could be like, hey, I want to be anonymous, but something's going on over there. Can you please go check this out? And better Um, to be safe than sorry. Yeah. Me, on the other hand, I'm going to stick around because I want to know. Like, (laughs) um... But yeah, like she said, better to be safe than sorry. Some abusers and traffickers operating from um, oper- are operating, sorry, from neighborhood houses, local businesses, even schools and churches, and they can be men or women, like I said before. So yeah, you even have some people that are working in schools. I mean, they could be like janitors or teachers, or it really does not matter nowadays. I mean, people think, oh, these are just crackheads on the street no I mean they could be literal businessmen that look like they're put together and they're snatching up kids everybody has a dark side yeah if we've learned anything from this podcast yeah. people <laughs> you can't do trust anybody you cannot trust anybody that is for sure um and that's why I don't trust anybody with my kids like my kids honestly don't stay at anybody's house that I'm not even lifelong friends with and I mean like lifelong friends like I've been friends with them since I was 13 or family yeah because you can't trust anybody yeah and then I still don't even sorry fam but sometimes I'm just especially with my daughter I'm just like "Eh." yeah I don't know (laughs) can I spend the night at Timmy's house no you can't yeah (laughs) you need to stay here with me sorry so let's talk about for a second if you are a parent or if you're someone that has a kid that they love let's say you're an aunt or an uncle or even if you have a little cousin um talk to your kids or talk to the kid about sex sexual abuse and sex trafficking little kids me and Adeline my daughter she's seven so we've had the conversation before I've talked to her about sexual abuse um and if you think that's wrong I don't really care what you think because well, not in detail but you no 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 always, not in detail yeah. but I've always been like um some things you can say has been like has anybody ever touched you you know yeah. um no one's allowed to touch you I this always your own emphasize yeah. with my daughter you will never be in trouble no matter what somebody tells you if somebody tells you you know you can't tell your mommy and daddy because you're going to be in trouble do not believe them that you will not be in trouble yeah. Um, Just to be aware, you know, some kids yeah. think, oh, this is a normal thing. Make them think, like, no, this is your body. Mm-hmm. This is you. you. If somebody does this you to you, own you it. need no to. No one else does. Yeah, yeah, you need to speak up. You um, know? I don't think that's wrong to say that. Kids need to know that. Yeah. And me and my daughter, we have conversations, not all the time, but at least every, probably about every six months to eight months, I'll just remind her. It'll just be a refresher of, hey, remember no one's allowed to touch you down there you know no one's allowed to invade your space so on and so forth um and we have this long conversation it's usually just me and her in the car or it'll just be me and her in a room or something like that and 
we'll just be playing and then I'll bring it up. I don't ever make it like a situation where she seems like she's in trouble or anything like that. It's yeah. just a casual conversation. And you definitely need to do that with your daughters or any little girl that, you know, if you're an aunt or uncle, please get permission from their parents first. But yeah. um, stress that that's something that needs to be said. We also talk to Adeline about what she needs to do if she's ever approached by a stranger. And yeah. trust me, my daughter talks enough and screams enough, you know. <laughs> yeah. She, they, the, the people would bring her back. They'd be like, okay. She's like, you're not even doing this right. Like, what? My mom's going to find you. She's yeah. going to find you quick because you didn't do this right. He's going to be like, you know what? tie this properly. What are you doing? Just leave. Um, He's, he just throws her out. No. On all seriousness, yeah. I mean, she knows that, like, oh, yeah. somebody she would walks up to her and the, scream and. Yeah. Store to scream. You're not be like, my oh, daddy. God. Get away. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but also, she's never away from me. I keep her by my side at all times. Um, or, or she's either with me or she's with Hannah. Yeah, like when we time. went to Tennessee she would, I'd be like, Hannah, you got her? She'd be yeah. like, yeah, I got her. I'd so, literally I put my arm on her when we were walking. Yeah, and she I mean, was like, okay, stop. I was like, no. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep my arm on you. Um, she doesn't ever go off with um, my son. Like at one point, I think we were in a shop and she did go with my son back downstairs, but I watched them and then I made sure he went straight to Hannah or my mom. I think they were both down there because it was like a two-story shop or something like that. So, yeah. Definitely pay attention. Now, with that being said, I also have an older son that I do talk about um, things with. I will straight up tell him about sex traffickers. I'll tell him what they're looking for, how they do it, and I don't care. I mean, I'll be like, human trafficking is real. You're old enough to understand what it is now. And for older kids, he's he's 13. 13. He's a teenager. um, He's a teenager, so he's well old enough. Like, before he went to his... His dad lives in Texas, and before he went, I was like, you need to watch out for human traffickers while you're there. Um, Don't walk away from your dad and your mother, your stepmother, and so on and so forth. So, um, older kids, it's a little bit more easier to explain. Do I go into detail with him about things? No, I'm not going to tell him about the four-year-olds and all that, but... I do let him know that they will kidnap you for labor and maybe even sex trafficking if they need a male. So, yeah. Um, and I don't think Adeline understands when you tell her, you know, the, the touching thing and like, that's your body. I don't think she fully, she just is like, okay, well, okay. She like, she understands it, but she's not, she doesn't know the depth of like, I thought that, it's but a the last act. time we had a conversation, um, she, I said, you know, no one's supposed to touch you down there. And she said, well, or, or look at you or anything like that. And she's like, well, you've looked at me in the shower. And I was like, yeah, because I give you a shower. And she was like, okay. She was like, so I said, but I'm washing your hair. I said, that's different. different you know? yeah. And she was like, oh, okay. I understand. I was yeah. like, yeah. I said, I'm not talking about that. Um, which now she's getting old enough to where she she washed her hair by herself the other day, which I was proud. But you know, she still got, I still got to wash her hair. So because she doesn't get it, yeah, my mom no. used to do that too. No. She's like, God, your hair is oily. Let me wash your hair. Like so, yeah. She kind of, but which I was proud of her for saying that. I was like, okay, well, yeah. even if she thinks that it's wrong that I'm in there with her washing her hair, that's yeah. a good thing. <laughs> um, so a lot of these kids though 
are lured, like I said, by promises of, like, I mean, I don't think they use the candy ruse anymore, but some kids will be like, hey, can you help me find my dog? Or, or they'll yeah. be at the park, and they'll be like, hey. Or, yeah, I'm, they'll say, your mom and dad's been in an accident, and they're friends, yeah. like, come with me. Come with me, that's one that they use a lot, too. Um, so, yeah, every family has troubles um, for this part I'm gonna say every family has troubles every every parent gets mad at their kids sometimes but just make sure that you tell your kids how much you love them because when your kids become 13 14 15 if someone else is promising them a happy life or all the things that they want or because sometimes they'll befriend these kids especially when they're teenagers because they know that they're old enough to not be rused by like a dog or some shit like that so they'll try to befriend them and it could be somebody that maybe your teenage daughter she's friends with the older guy that's maybe like 17 or 18 um i'm not saying that if don't freak out right now if you're listening to this (laughs) if she does have a friend like that that doesn't mean that he's a sex trafficker but just be cautious because he could be like hey you want to come over and play video games yeah or he could be like hey you know your parents are assholes and they're awful and they treat you like shit and blah 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 but in actuality every parent screws up we're not perfect we're all gonna yell at our kids sometimes we're all gonna you know the most important thing to do is to after you've cooled off go in there and tell them i'm sorry i didn't mean any of that or i'm sorry i shouldn't have yelled like that or blah 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 whatever the problem is that you guys are having and make sure that they understand that you love them and that you don't want them to go anywhere or, you know... Run away. Run away or anything like that. Because sometimes even these kids are runaways. I mean... So, yeah. Um, just emphasize how much you love them, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, but that's pretty much it, you know? That's the ways that you can talk to your kids about sex trafficking and human trafficking and sexual abuse and all that. And... For anybody out there that's like, oh, you don't need to talk to your kids about that. Like, we live in a society now where it's everywhere. So, if you think that your kid, like my son at 13, if I think for one second that he's not looking at boobs or something like that. Like, (laughs) I am really um, (laughs) naive. (laughs) So, if I think for one second that that's not happening, um, and it doesn't matter. if Even if some people are like, well, you know, don't give your kid a phone. And I'm like, they could see it without having a phone. They could see it at school. There's oh, yeah. kids at school that have phones and they'll be looking at it in the bathroom or something like that. Yeah. So, or the kids will literally be like, hey, look at these boobs. Yeah. yeah like, it's, <laughs> it's gonna happen. So, don't I be naive do, to think that. I mean, that... back then, me, we, all the time, kids would do that when I was like 13 or 12. Like, hey, look at these tits. And I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. They would do that randomly. Like, kids are just like that. Oh, yeah. So, don't think for one second that you know kids need to be uh, you know kids do need to be sheltered to a certain certain extent extent. but in this day and age uh it's it's pretty bad let them be aware (laughs) i mean shit they can even look at it remember that commercial that venus commercial that we we saw at the at the cabin the cabin we don't have commercials um because we only use like streaming networks so there was a commercial that my husband was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and it was a woman. She was shaving, like, the inside of her leg. And, yeah, she had on a bikini, but, like, really? You I was like, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is on regular TV. Um, so, yeah, just don't be naive. 
And also, if you see anything about what we talked about, um, about, you know, any child or woman or male or uh, boy or anything like that, um, you know, appearing malnourished, no eye contact, social interact, no, no social interaction, trying to avoid law enforcement, um, injuries or physical abuse, um, anything like that, just contact the hotline and we'll put the number down below. You can also contact your local police department if you need to, or if there's like a security guard in the premises, maybe you're at an airport or you're at a train station or something like that and something just seems off, you can go to the security guard. Um, just don't, just don't let it go yeah. by. Get involved. Like, <laughs> don't be scared to get involved because... I mean, if I even had a kid and he was throwing a fit and somebody came up to me and was like, hey, like, talk to me. I have kid. had somebody do that before. Yeah. With, like, uh, what are you I think doing? it was with Isaac. Somebody, well, he was screaming in the buggy or something like that. We were somewhere. It was me and mom and him. And somebody was just like, hey, little buddy, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, he's fine. He's just mad because he didn't, he, he wanted something yeah. or something like that. I wouldn't that. really be offended because I'd mm-hmm. be like, I, I understand, like, you want to make sure that he's not abused or anything. Mm-hmm. I'll just explain and I'll let him, like, yeah, well, why are you mad, Timmy? I'm mad because I didn't get my candy, see? <laughs> yeah. Um, like, I wouldn't be mad about it. And if anybody no. was mad, fuck them. You know, like, yeah. we're going to check. We want to make sure you, there's so much stuff that goes on. Yeah. Sorry now, for a lot of times, there. you can't just ask the sex trafficker if, if that's what the, it is. Be like, oh, what's wrong with him? You know, they're going to be like, oh, he's, you know, doesn't want to get on this plane or something like that. Like, yeah. they're going to come up with a good excuse and they're going to seem really like they're um, that the person's or father dad. or dad yeah. or something, mother or dad or something like that. So, um,. Yeah, I would always just get a... I would say just get a security guard. Like, you could go up and ask yourself, but they're probably good enough to manipulate you to the point where you're not gonna, you know, be able to tell. But most of the time, either a security guard or some sort of police force will be able to tell, like, something's off. Um, Unless you're really good at spotting things that are off, then you might be able to. Yeah. And then again, you know, little Timmy might be like, this is not my dad, or something. Yeah. <laughs> or Susie might be like, go up to the kid, me. be like, are you alright? Yeah. Like, they might be like, actually, no, I'm not okay. Yeah. So anyways, yes, a lot of heavy things that we've talked about today, but um, that's where we're gonna end it. So, be sure, you know, it's just it's just awareness. It needs to be raised. Aware- more awareness needs to be raised for all this. Um, it's not enough. It's not out there yeah. enough. Like it's really not. I, I didn't mean, know this. I didn't know that how they traffic them. Like how like they ship them. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Like even like a truck. Like I didn't know. Mm-hmm. That makes me feel weird. Like every time I see a truck, I'm gonna be like hmm. looking in. Like what's in there? Um. So you know the weigh stations for truck drivers. You know where mm-hmm. they have to go in and do the weighing. Yeah. So that's what they started doing. They started doing it years ago for drug purposes like they could smuggle like cocaine and stuff over the border and stuff like that but now they're also doing it for human trafficking so what happens is is one way station your truck might weigh i have no idea how much truck weighs but let's just say like i don't know fifty thousand pounds or something so if your truck weighed fifty thousand back there up here at this way station you didn't pick anything up it doesn't show that you picked anything up on your on your um your uh 
computer paperwork or whatever they use now. Mm-hmm. Um, but the next weigh station, your truck weighs 150,000. Yeah. What the fuck is in your truck? Open it up and we want to see what's in your truck. That's good. So that's what they do. It's good that they do that. Um, I will say one thing before, and I forgot to mention this. One of the things that people are asking right now not to do, this happens a lot in the south. I don't know if this happens a lot in the north or in the west or anything like that because it's probably not in the north. We're really friendly in the south. Um, not to say that y'all are not in the north. <laughs> yeah. I know that sounds really bad, but I'm saying we're so friendly to the point that if we see a police officer... We're going to flip our lights at the person coming down the other way because we want them to know there's a police officer police up, there, up there. Slow down. Yeah. Um, if you're speeding, we're trying to help you out. Don't do that anymore because people are saying that if you flash your lights at the oncoming car, you never know if that's somebody that could have somebody in their car that they're trafficking. And the smallest little mistake that they make could lead the police officer to catch them. Yeah. So they could speed, and if they're speeding, the police officer can pull them over and be like, you know, check them out and see what's going on. So just don't flash your lights anymore. I know that's a thing that we do here in the South for sure, to be like, you know, cur- courteous. Yeah. Like, hey, slow down, there's a cop I've up there. I've literally had that happen before. Like, yeah. I've been driving and, like, the lights flash and I'm, like, slowing down and then there's a cop. I'm like, thank you yeah. so much. <laughs> it like, sucks that we don't need to do that anymore, yeah. but... um. And I can say that because my brother's a police officer. Or best friend. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it sucks that they're... But that's that's how they're doing it. I mean... Yeah. They're, they're slowing down. They're doing everything they're supposed to. They make sure they got their seatbelts on. They're not speeding. All that so they don't get pulled over. But if they're speeding and they go past the cop, the cop can pull them over and maybe catch somebody. So... All right, well, anywho, now that we've talked about all that, um, we will see you guys next week. Don't forget to go to our Instagram, and you can go over to the Etsy shop, Levi Royce, um, and then snatch you some awesome leather stuff. Earrings. The earrings are really pretty, and I love the wallet. I've been using the wallet like crazy. I like walking around and smelling leather oh, every once in a while. So good. Yeah, it smells so good. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what's that smell? Oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, we hope that you guys have a great weekend, and um, yeah, if you see anything, you know, call the hotline. We'll have all that linked down below. But we'll see you guys next time. Bye! Bye.